You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I hope you all are having a great week so far. I cannot wait to get into this week's episode, but before we start, make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you could hear podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle at Nude Radio 101 and follow my personal page on Instagram at Kenny Heflin. And don't forget, follow me on TikTok because I got a TikTok that is at Kenny Heflin 1. Got it. Love it. Right. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like. I need to revisit something because I have had just (laughs) the most eventful past couple of, mm, should we say months? I guess we can say months. We can, yeah, we can, we can get into the months, right? But definitely like the last couple of weeks. So I feel like I've talked about this before, but I mean, we keep learning and living, right? Trying to love, trying to add that in there. But that brings me to this. (laughs) Dating is ghetto. And (laughs) there may be a series of dating is ghetto. I have tried this last season I think in season two, I did an episode titled Dating is Ghetto, and I meant it. And guess what? I mean it again, because the fuck? Y'all. So where do I even get started? Should should I? mm, I'm trying to think. We gon' you know what? Let's let's get started into the. The mess. You know, and then. We'll get started to like more of the serious stuff. How about that? Okay. So, uh, y'all know I've been single for some time now. I have been just working on getting to my goals. You know, I've been trying to get to these goals and do these things, right? And with career, with the podcast, with just life in general, I've been working on myself and I've been loving it. I've been doing some great stuff and I look forward to sharing more and more as more things keep coming through, obviously, you know, because I'm going to always show y'all and tell y'all some things. We'll show and tell. But I feel like. With this single life, I guess I'm starting to get back to, am I, before I even say this, oh Lord, I can't believe I'm going to say this child. I guess I'm getting back to the stage of wanting to settle down. (laughs) Y'all heard that? Oh my God. Did I say that? Did I? I did say that. Yeah. See, I always know 
that there comes a time when I'm single for however long that is, because, you know, we don't plan on these things, right? You know, not just to be minding my business when I be meeting guys that, you know, happen to, you know, kick it with chemistry, stare, all that shit, right? So whenever that is, I'm always minding my business. I've just always been away since I've been on this earth, right? But when I'm single, I have such a great time because like I'm a happily single person. I'm naturally a loner, as you guys know. Um, for new listeners, if you haven't known, this is your first time finding out, yes. But it's just like, uh, I'd be having needs. I'd be having needs, physical needs, you know, um, I'd be, you know, I'd be needing, I'd be needing a touch of a man. You know what I mean? Touch of, you know, touch of a man. Shut up. Let me, hold on. Let me get that. Let me get closer to the mic. The touch of a man. <laughs> I be needing a touch of a man, honey. Sometimes, not all the time, but because I be touching myself a lot and I love it. But sometimes I do need a touch of a man. And what gets on my nerves and where I'm at now, I'll be single, right? And then I can have, say, if I'm going through, you know, one of my little phases where, you know, I'm having some fun, I where I'm sexually active, very sexually active. I'll go through a phase where I'm very sexually active and then I start to slow down because everybody starts to get on my fucking nerve. And then that's how I know <laughs> that I'm I'm getting that my body is getting tired of these niggas. And it kind of just like helps bring out what is already inside of me when it comes to just like, again, the things that I already knew that I wanted and all that stuff or whatever. It just helps like usher that out even more, even though, again, we don't have control over when we happen to uh, mesh with someone, when we meet someone of substance and quality, obviously. Right. So you kind of got to just go with it. So. Yeah, I guess I'm there. Though, though I will say this, I'm not as active as I was. Well, <laughs> I'm not as active as I was last year, like how I was last year. I'll say that. Yeah. That was a time. Anyways. So I got to that phase where it's just like, I'm so sick and tired of having like, you know, a couple guys, uh, I guess you can say a roster and, or, or guys who want to fuck or fuck around, you know, they want to, they want to be a much, um, You'll have like a lot of guys who, for the most part, they just want to fuck. And that's fine. But for me at this stage now, more than ever, I'll say this more than ever, I am just so over 
the casual hookups. Like, I'm so over it. I'm sick and tired of it. Everybody wants to fuck, and that's fine. But I need consistency. If, like, we're not doing the whole casual hookup thing and, you know, because you got a full-ass roster of five, six, eight people, you know, the sex going to be good with me first off. Let's get that straight. But you could also be having really good sex with five or six or eight people. And then what? Like, we fuck around, like, once every couple weeks or once every month or once every couple months no oh you oh you want to come over when you see me at the club or when you see me at the day party or something nigga fuck you no access is revoked do you hear me access is motherfucking revoked you have no more permissions because I feel like I told y'all this before, and I and I be telling these niggas this too. I don't want to do like if you in my DMs, you trying to fuck around. You wanna you wanna give me booty. You wanna give me you know your tongue to stick in my booty, like whatever, however you want to do. You want to be a little much. What which want to do? If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm gonna show up prepared. I'm going to serve the fantasy because that's what I believe in. I'm a, I'm a pleaser, right? But I just feel like don't have me on your long list of rosters. Like, I don't know. Because let me tell y'all something. The gay community is so huge. It's so big. And for all my gay listeners, y'all know this. <laughs> and especially when you come to Los Angeles, honey. The gay community is super small and it's just like, for the majority of the parts, everybody's fucking with the same people, like recycling the same fucking people. It's a revolving fucking door most times. And what gets on my nerves is that, you know, you hit me up, you want to come over, you know, you eating on it, you, or, you know, you getting fucked or whatever the case is, blah, blah, blah. And hmm, I think I done came up with something because I think I, I'm going to touch on that in a minute. Hmm. I may have just, I may have just stumbled on my answer. Just thinking about it. Okay. Either you want to get fucked. So this for, you know, the bottoms and, you know, the verses, right? Uh, or you want to eat me out. You want to eat me out. You want to be my friend, friend, right? That's usually for the tops. Hmm. Okay. I see. Look, I don't, I think I don't crack the code just now because what gets on my fucking nerves is that we are all like, for the most part, just a revolving door of motherfuckers just cycling through, cycling through. And that's just the reality of the single life, the single gay life and being single in Los Angeles. It just is what it is, especially like in a black community. I'm sure it exists in every other one too, right? But I'm black and I deal with the blacks. <laughs> but I feel like don't 
don't come eat me out. And then you talking about, oh, baby, yeah, you know, ooh, I can taste you on my face. I can smell you. I can smell your scent on my face. It do be smelling good, though. But don't be telling me all that shit. Ooh, I can't wait to do all that shit. Nigga, I told you. Don't come over here unless you're going to be able to provide consistent tongue because I like my booty eight. I like getting my booty eight more than I like getting my dicks up. So, mm, oof, child, let me <laughs> listen. Now that I'm thinking about it, it'd be the tops. Yes, it'd be the tops. Because, like, I like masturbation more than anything. But whenever I feel like being bothered with another human, sometimes I just want oral because I love oral. Or sometimes I want penetration. And then that's when, you know, I'll have a bottom pal, a bottom buddy available. Hopefully, maybe sometimes, you know, whatever. But now that I'm thinking about it, my grievance is with the tops because they be out here fucking people and then want to eat and all that shit. Hmm. I think my problem was with them. Okay, tops, y'all hear me? Listen, do not, do not. And even for the verses, even for the verses, don't apply. If you can't perform the job expectation, leave your resume to yourself. Okay. Leave your resume to yourself. I don't want it. I don't want it. Mm -mm. Because if you're going to be my booty eating slave, then I need you to eat my booty like four times out the week. Three times out the week, if minimum. I mean, yeah. You know, eat it out, suck the dick, suck the toes, do the things, you know, have a big, pretty old dick, you know, whatever. All that shit. We love it, right? But I'm going to need you to be on call. No schedules. Just be on call. I'm very fair. I'm very fair. Like, if we going to hook up, and be like fuck buddies, then we need to do that. And like, if you inconsistent, because it's understandable, I'm not giving you no ass to fuck, but you get some ass to eat, but I can understand. Sometimes you want to eat. Sometimes you want to eat and fuck. I get that. But let me tell you something. If you cannot provide oral services three times out the week consistently, Baby, your past is revoked. You no longer have access to this body, adi, adi. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, is that too much to ask? Because I feel like because everybody's recycling all these people and stuff, it's just like a revolving door of everybody it's just, it becomes kind of like, you know, no shade, but sometimes it can become like a cesspool. And I'm just really trying not to, I'm really trying not to 
keep adding bodies for no reason. I really don't want that. You know, I'm just saying. Because it's just like, you can't come back and forth whenever you feel like a no nigga. No, not at all. What's that song? You abandoned me. Love don't live here anymore. <laughs> Your access is revoked. Respectfully. Just saying. Because it's just like the nerve of y'all. Like, no, I don't know. What can the stiller say? We're not having it. We are not having it. And Ayala said, not on my watch. So fuck off. Shit. I done had to tell so many people as of recently, like, look, if you want to fuck, because, okay, that's great. You want to come at me in that type of way. All right, cool. Be very much honest with your intentions. All right, cool. We got that out the way. You're not trying to date. Okay, cool. That's fine. You just want the sex. Got you. I can respect the honesty, right? But I'm going to also let you know that if we do this, this not like I'm not doing the whole inconsistent shit. Like it has to be consistent. I, I'm not, I get that you have a, a circle. I'm not trying to be your one and only, right? I'm not trying to be your one and only. I'm not trying to be your exclusive. I just need to close that gap in. I would like to have the gap closed. Just, you know, by a lot. You know? Instead of, like, anytime you want to eat booty, you need to remember how good this ass is, right? You need to remember how good this ass look. You need to look, remember how good the full package is because the face, the body, the vibes, it gives. Plus, I have refreshments. Um... I give out Gatorades. I give out, uh, snacks. You know, um, sometimes I have alcohol, you know, little libations, a little nightcap. Cause who doesn't love having some champagne again? They booty ate. Like I just bought a bottle of new champagne tonight. Um, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I do want to drink that and make a cute little mimosa. That's all I'm going to say. But no, nah, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, whenever you feel like eating booty, I need to be the first fucking person that you contact. Point blank, period. Fuck Leon. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Sean. They booty small. Some of their booties bent out of shape. You know, one of their breath stink. Something like that. Like, no, whenever you feel like eating some booty, sucking some toes and sucking some pretty dick, then you need to just think about me and contact me. And if I'm available, then I'm going to make, you know, cause I'm, if I'm available, I'm not going to turn down, get my booty ate. Even if I'm in the mood, if I know that we be fucking around, I know you're going to get me in the mood. Eat it while I, mm, eat it while I throat. I'm going to make a song. Eat it while I throat. Eat it while I throat. Hey, eat it while I throat. I can feel it. That's going to be a jam, right? Anyways, enough of that rant. People just get on my damn nerve. I'm sick of it.
because I just like, I do like stability. I don't like chaos all the time. No, I like stability. I like a nice foundation, y'all. I thought I'd turn that off. Anyways, that's, that's enough of that right Let's get into the other side. So the other part of dating being ghetto is the fact that motherfuckers be playing with me. Motherfuckers be playing with me, y'all. I think I may have mentioned this in a past episode, but I had a talk with this guy. This guy, um, we're going to call him, we're going to call him, uh, what, what name are we going to, we're going to give him a nickname. What kind of vibe does he give me? He gives me, um, we're going to call him, he gives me whimsical. We're going to call him whimsy. Y'all like that? So I think I may have mentioned, but whimsy met me outside the club. I think at this point now, like two months ago and was just like really attracted to me and all that stuff or whatever. And was texting me the same routine ass fucking text messages every fucking day. The whole good morning, handsomes and how's your day going? And oh, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. I want to spend some time with you. Blah, 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 blah. And me being me, I was attracted to him, but I also wasn't just checking for him like that because, um, I wasn't checking for nobody. Like I say, I'm not activated until I'm activated. I don't get excited by somebody until they do something that I guess wakes up that attraction, like that excitement at least. And at that point, that's when I then be like, oh, like I'm more than just attracted to you. Like I, I I'm kind of feeling you like I'm. I'm in this, like, let's get to know each other, you know? So I left the whole door open for us to get to know each other. You know, he definitely voiced his opinion and told me that it was a point where he felt like I wasn't reciprocating the same excitement and everything like that. And how, you know, he wanted to really get to know me. He really liked me and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what do you like about me? Like we haven't hung out. Like we only at that point hung out just once. And still to this day, we've only hung out one time, one time. And I was down, like I told him, I gave him a cheat sheet. And I mentioned this, I know I mentioned this in a, in a, I think the last episode before last or something like that. But I gave him a cheat sheet. I'm like, this is how I connect with people with quality time, physical touch. That is the most impactful to get to know me, to get close to me, for me to connect to you. And that's going to build the excitement from me. So now we can both be on the same, you know, on the same level. He said he received it. And we would FaceTime. He would say that he wants to hang out. I would leave the opportunity open and he wouldn't do shit with it. Nothing, literally nothing. 
he became someone that I would see out, like outside. And only because the last maybe two months or so, I've had friends visiting town like every week or every other week. So that's been the only reason why I've been getting my ass off my couch and stepping outside and being social with the grillies. And it's like, okay, you texting me every single day, again, the same ass message. At this point, I'm starting to wonder, like, do you just want a pen pal? Like, do you just want somebody to text when you're bored? Like, or am I on a mailing list? If so, please take me off. I unsubscribe. Because at a certain point, I'm like, okay, well, how many other niggas are you texting the same fucking message to? Because my God. Like, do you just need me to be in your phone so your phone not completely dry? Because you cannot tell me that you're wanting to get to know me and then I'm opening up the opportunity for you to get to know me because you're so excited to get to know me, right? Right? And I'm leaving that door open for you too and I'm I'm keeping it open. I'm keeping an open mind because I said I was going to be a sweet boy. I said, you know what? I'm going to be a sweet boy. I'm going to be nice. And you don't do anything with it. You keep dropping the fucking ball. So then every every single time I see you, I only see you outside with your friends. And I told him this about a month ago. I said that I usually never try to date anyone who has not been in LA under three years. Because as you can imagine, LA is one of the biggest cities in the world. It's uh, one of the entertainment capitals of the world. It's a lot of attractive people here. A lot of things are always going on every single day. So you want to be outside, like depending on your personality type and everything like that, like it's a lot to do. So if you are new here, you're pretty much like a kid in a candy store. You're going out, you're partying, you're eating at all the beautiful restaurants, all the rooftops, all the scenic views, you know, you're uh, fucking all the niggas. I mean, it's a lot of fine ass dudes here. They ain't shit. They're fun. Love them all. But they don't be on the real shit. They be on bullshit. But you don't know that because you knew and you trying it out. And that's okay. That's okay. But it usually takes like three years for someone to come into the scene, get acclimated, all that stuff or whatever, and then find their grounding and find like their routine and stuff and start doing a lot of shit to the point where they're like, okay, like I've done that. I can stay home or I've done that. No need to talk to him or oh, oh, done it, been there, done that, seen that. I'm cool. It usually takes about three years. That's just me. That's just my opinion. Anybody who lives in LA who listens to Newt Radio, y'all tell me. But I usually don't date someone who has been in LA for under three years. So this guy just moved here, I think like six months ago or something like that. So my thing is, okay, so you're telling me that you want to really get to know me. You're texting me this long text message about you liking me and all this stuff and and you want to get close and all that blah 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 and I give you a cheat sheet and then you don't do nothing with it. 
See, that was the big thing that just confused the hell out of me. And it's like, okay, well, let's, let's talk. Okay, what you want to talk about? We on FaceTime. You know, I know that you haven't heard from me in such and such long. And I was just wondering if you're over me and blah, 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 blah. And I caught him on his bullshit. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to get to say to my face that you want to get to know me so fucking bad, but yet you do nothing with it? I give you the time and space and opportunity to do something with it. You don't do anything with it, but I can, but, but I can see you outside. I can see you outside though. Oh, this is what he says. Oh, I know. Like, I'm really like, I meant that. Like, I really do want to get to know you and I, I really do want to get close to you and everything like that. And, but, you know, I understand that I haven't been making you a priority and all that stuff or whatever. And I looked him straight in his eyes. I looked him in his pretty little face. And I said, do you know how crazy you fucking sound? Do you understand how crazy that sounds? He says, oh, I know. I, I know. And I'm so sorry. Like, you know, my friends. Da, da, da. I'm like, remember I told you why I don't date somebody under three years because y'all still outside. You're still experiencing LA and I give grace to those individuals. I'm like, it's not personal, but you just pretty much answered my own little experiment that I had set up for myself. And I've been saying this for years. I'm like, you're now the person I just see out if I happen to be outside. So keep your messages. Keep your messages. Keep autumn texts. We don't, we don't need all that because I'm not going to be a local pen pal. That's what we're not doing. And I meant that shit. And it's been, what, I guess a week or two. Mm, got a cute little message. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. <laughs> There's, that's been that. Because I'm like, how the fuck you going to tell me you want to get to know me, but you also haven't been making me a priority, huh? See. I told him, I'm like, every, I'm a guy, I'm like, I'm a guy about action. And you're showing me a lack of action. And guess what? All the words that you said, oh, no, wait. And he shook his head in agreement. So it's been a week or so or two, almost something like that. And yeah, no, no text messages from uh, whimsy. No more good mornings and all the handsomes and stuff, which is fine because you can keep that because like I told you before, I'm not a texter. I'll text and FaceTime and, you know, 
conversations on the phone and stuff if it's long distance. But if you live 15 minutes away from me, why the fuck aren't you just here? Especially if I'm giving you an invite and open up space because you said that you wanted it, but you're not doing anything with it. Like you could have just been honest that you just wanted to fuck. <sighs> and that'd be my problem. Um, and that's why dating is ghetto because yeah. But there's that. There is the guy that, you know, we're going to call him Jay. We're going to call him JJ. He's so cute. He's so sweet. I talked about him before on the show, The Poly Guy. You know, we have gotten even closer. You know, we've been crushing on each other since 2018, didn't do anything, didn't really get the chance to hang out one-on-one because of just life and distance and everything and relationships. And all these years later, we're finally going on dates and stuff and being one-on-one and, you know, he fills me up with a lot of uh, intelligent conversations, spiritual connections. I'm crazily attracted to him, and he is to me too. He's trying to figure out his what his poly looks like. And it even made me start looking up just what poly means and just like different people who are in successful poly relationships and all that stuff or whatever, just because I like to know what people are doing and how they're doing it, you know? And I've been looking up that, just researching, just for scientific purposes. But he's great. You know, he is someone I could definitely continue having fun with. We'll say that. I'm not going to speak too much into the future. We've been very present with each other, which y'all know that it's been a struggle of mine for the entirety of my life. And one of my new dating practices that I started some years back was, or a year or two, maybe two years, yeah, two years back, that I was going to work on being more present because when you started talking to the future and, and speak things into the future and shit, especially when you're with somebody else, and especially when it's a romantic partner, if God forbid, you know, that relationship ends, that's usually like the hardest part to let go and heal from is the, oh my God, we said that we were going to go to trips on an island and we were going to go snow sledding and we were going to get married and we're going to have children. He was going to meet my mom and dad. Yeah. So instead of doing that, it's just best to be as present as possible. And with this guy, you know, he is working out just life stuff. He is from the L.A. area. He wants to experience L.A. and work here, but a part of him also wants to work and experience outside the country. There's that, you know, he's very much... Uh, the type of guy who like applies himself. 
he's been very honest and, and transparent with that, you know, but he also said that he didn't want to potentially cut himself off from getting to know me and spending time with me and continue dating me because of certain things that he may want to do, but it's not promised. Right. And I received that because I was also telling myself, like, you know, I can't and won't cut myself off from this person just because he says that he wants to be here. But then also he says that a part of him wants to be out of the States, you know, or he says that he's poly or that he's open to being poly or whatever the case is. But here it is. There's people that will tell you that every relationship isn't poly. You know, you may be open to being poly. You may be a poly individual, but you may be in a relationship where you're monogamous. And then maybe your next relationship, if that monogamous relationship ends for whatever reason, maybe that next relationship or the relationship before is poly. So relationships are so nuanced and they're not the same. So I'm just working on being more open-minded and not cutting people off because the last thing I want to do is, and this is again, mistakes I've made in the past, in past relationships. I don't want to risk potentially losing out on something good by impulsively cutting it off or acting prematurely. You know, like, I don't want to do that, but it's good to have a safeguard up, you know, just as just protection or whatever, but still be very much open and available and present. And what I can say is that with this guy, he, when we talk on the phone, it's us catching up, but at the same time, it's us planning on getting together and hanging out. And everything that he says, unlike whimsy, everything that, you know, JJ says, he means it because his actions match up with his words. I believe him. I don't believe the other niggas. This one I believe because so far his actions have matched up, period. So there's that, you know, we have been getting closer and it was just very surreal because again, we've been each other's crush for so long and just, it was so surreal when we went on our first date and really actually hung out one-on-one and got to like really know each other other than just through our mutual friend or through social media and stuff and everything. That was surreal. It was surreal when we finally had our first kiss, which was so good. Mm, fuck yes, baby. Uh, his lips are so, ooh. And he like a little bit shorter than me and like chocolate as fuck. Oh, and petite, the waist is snatched. <laughs> My God. That man is fine. He is fine. He is fine. He re he reminds me of Tay Diggs. That's who he puts me in the mind of. It's like a younger Tay Diggs with a little bit of hair. Mm. Anyways, 
it was that that was surreal when we had our first kiss and now it's even more surreal you know we we got real close recently and i liked it i liked it it did <laughs> and he liked it too he said that shit felt like ecstasy i said ooh now wait till we actually have sex, child. The thing you said, or could I put my mouth on you? <laughs> you saying that made you feel like you was on ecstasy? Ooh, baby. Cause I be trying to look. I'm very respectful. I'm not gonna do anything that you don't want to do. I'm going to let you initiate. I'm gonna let you. Start it up and I'm finishing. Listen. Mm. Yeah, we both had just like shared experiences where we kind of was just like blown away because again, the chemistry has been amazing since we first met and just again, hanging out together, talking for hours and just being close and just moving very slow but at a nice pace yeah and for he said something like he was in, like that he's intimidated by me because like for all these years he thought of me as some sex god which you know what okay i'll be that <laughs> he got a taste of it <laughs> literally but I did too. And I liked it. And we just was both like in for like the last week or so, just kind of like in this, this space where we're just like, Oh my God, we can't believe that that actually happened. Like we, you know, we got sexual and we'd even do like the full thing. But baby, let me tell you, even that was magical. Cause X will be so amazing. I'm just saying. My lord. But yes, like, it's still like very surreal. Cause I'm like, wow, he's so fine. But I'm just going to keep it there. I'm going to go into a few things in another episode before I get too much into this. But I will say this. I'll say this. I'll, I'll end on this segment at least. Mm. Where do I start? <laughs> Someone asked on Twitter if you trust your judgment in men. And then they also ask, what mistakes did you make in your last relationship that would have fixed the relationship? And I'm going to say this, I'm going to answer one of the questions, but I also want to answer one of the questions with the co-host because I would like to get like their perspective and point of view. But I also want, when I answer this real quick, I also want you guys to 
tell me how you feel about this particular question. And remember, the question is, what mistakes do you feel that you made in your last relationships that you feel could have saved it? So I'll say this. After carefully reflecting, my mistake, my sole mistake was that I let my optimism, I let my optimism, not my naivety, but my optimism take form in wanting, wishing, hoping, and praying that time would make the relationship better. I let my optimism wish, hope, and pray that time would make the relationship better. And what I have seen since in all of my reflecting is that for me at least, I know that I did everything that I could in my power to make the relationships work. But what I did realize is that I hoped that time would make a partner more consistent. I hoped that time would make a partner more respectful. I hoped that time would make a partner more considerate, more loyal, more forthcoming, more honest. I hope that time made a partner be my safe space like I was able to be their safe space. I hoped that time made for more sexual desirability. I hoped that time made my partner a better partner. And guess what? It didn't. It didn't. So I say this to say this. That was my biggest mistake. That's been my sole mistake in every relationship. And it brings up the red flags, the deal breakers, all the things. And I want to leave it on that. Whenever you see certain red flags that could be also deal breakers, which we've talked about many moons ago, may have to revisit it. Let's see what those look like for you. And I want you guys to let me know how you feel about that. So I'm going to leave that there. Just a little clue, you know. I didn't want this episode to be too long, but you know, here we are. Anyways, I love y'all so much. Make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at Nude Radio 101. And on Instagram, on my personal page at Kenny Heflin, send me those messages because I'm looking for them. And don't forget to follow me on the TikTok at Kenny Heflin 1. And I 
We'll be looking for your messages and we shall chat next week, y'all. Love you. Bye. Thank you.